How we feeling? Welcome to the How We Feel podcast. I'm Nate. I'm Joey. And we're two emotionally literate friends. On this podcast, we'll be talking everything from a place of empathy, emotion, and feeling. Welcome to episode 12, Crafting Closure on the How We Feel podcast. Let's do this. The end of the year has arrived and we are sitting here thinking about closure. As the year turns, as time changes, closure is on our minds. Nay, I want you to kick us off. How would you define closure? What does that mean for us when it comes to relationships? That's a great question, Joey. Yes, end of the year, we're thinking about closing the year, closing relationships. The first thing that comes to mind for me is as an, as a connection that we built with someone through work and our mm. personal life, um, even romantically, mm-hmm. as a connection seems to fizzle or we, we come to realizations around what we do and don't want, mm. it's finding the clarity around the direction you want to take. Okay. Um, I think as well that as humans, we want that connection, right? We always talk or we've talked here on the, on the podcast that we want connection. We want closeness Mm. with people. And as we lose connection, it's quite literally the opposite of what we expect and and want as humans. Mm. And that's Mm -hmm. a difficult experience. Our our natural inclination is to preserve connections for as long as as we can (laughs) to, I mean, speaking as myself, being more of an empathetic person. Mm -hmm. I always want to give the benefit of the doubt. I always want to hold space for I always want to be a safe space yeah um and it's it's important I think to understand at once again as connections come to a place of closure Mm. to understand that it is beneficial and honestly important Mm -hmm. to find a way to give space Mm -hmm. not in an active way but in a respectful way Mm. for all parties involved to give Mm -hmm. space hey right now i'm not feeling safe right now i'm not feeling seen in this connection Mm -hmm. it's time to take some space that's kind of what comes to mind Mm. when we're when we're talking about closure Mm -hmm. um joey i know that we talked previously or briefly about closure and and crafting that is specifically about choosing yourself putting yourself first can you speak Mm. to that a little bit more for us yeah yeah i like what you said i think for me even on the same wavelength crafting closure is about finality like definitively i like your idea of like giving space i'm also thinking about like we can be done permanently there's no going Mm -hmm. back there's no Mm -hmm. reconciliation to be had yes i think we're so afraid of uh ending connections that we will keep things uh, maybe on the back burner or maybe it'll come back around. It doesn't have to. We can be done with permanence, right? I may never see you again or I may never seek you out again and that is a choice. Crafting closure in this way then becomes choosing yourself, your well-being, your sanity to sever a connection, right? Our connection is not serving me, it's not serving us, it's not moving us forward and therefore I want it to be done. It helps everyone involved to let's call it done. I get to have the the choice, right? I get to have the impetus to make this done, to finish it. Mm-hmm. 
it's my active decision to make that happen instead of waiting for something to happen or for uh the rules that we set up for yourself they're gonna they have to disrespect my boundary one more time and then i'm gonna do something some Crafting, arbitrary date <laughs> yes right we can, we can wait all we want, but when we are decisive about crafting closure, it's I'm choosing for us to be done and therefore we're done, right? Mm. Yeah. Mm. What, do you, what does that feel like for you? Yeah, that I, decisive finishedness, I guess. <laughs> I, I love that. I, I love how explicit you were there. Um, I think it's important, or the word that really came to mind was decisive. Mm. Um, it's very, once again, speak as myself, it's very common and... and easy being more of an empathetic person to like you said oh uh, an arbitrary date you know if by this day if i don't hear from them or you know if if at this point whatever it is but like you said it's being decisive it's Mm -hmm. putting yourself first yeah and once again being selfish in that space of this isn't working for me i don't Mm -hmm. feel safe if i don't feel seen i am making this change being definitive as Mm -hmm. you've mentioned in that action um and i and i the the next thing that really came to mind with that definitiveness is recapturing your energy okay and allowing yourself to continue to navigate your experience Mm -hmm. without this friendship that that has been a struggle or that Mm -hmm. hasn't been serving you or that has been taking up a lot of your mental capacity or has been draining you once again recommitting to yourself in that space and to your career to your your friendships to mm-hmm. the people around you to finding new friendships wow. whatever those things are yeah. but doing it once again for yourself yeah. that in context of any relationship should always be the primary intention yeah and then as relationships shift and adjust and close and are released once again, we turn to home, we return to ourselves, mm. and in that definitive decision, begin to move in directions yeah. where we are seen, where we are loved, where we are, or those qualities that we offer are reciprocated, mm-hmm. investing in ourselves. Yeah. I love this terminology you just used, return to home, right? Return to the self. You're doing it for you. And I think that is the part of it that makes it beneficial right you're recapturing this energy that you've expelled on someone else and you're pouring it back into you that's the that's the, the point i think when you sever a connection intentionally you see how much you've been spending on this person this time this energy this effort and it gets to go to the things like you said that uh reciprocate that give back that rejuvenate that replenish the things that you deserve and i think that for us is life-changing because instead of expending this energy in a place that does not do what I needed to do I get to focus where I know it's going to be thriving it's going to be benevolent it's going to be growth it's going to be just everything and more that we want it to be mm-hmm. and so it's only after the loss that we see what we've been throwing away Right. Mm -hmm. I think it's that we have to have that space, like you just said, uh, that distance so we can recognize how much energy we're giving. Mm -hmm. You have to have the loss first. You can't recognize it while you're still in the connection, though. Mm -hmm. You cannot recognize it. Something that that showed up with when you were speaking there was. Hmm. The 
understanding around relationships flourish because of the energy that you give them. Correct. And I recently made the, d- the discovery, the realization that being loved, being cared for, mm-hmm. having Nate show mm-hmm. up for you is one of the most amazing things someone can experience. Absolutely, absolutely. And like genuinely, mm-hmm. and to be loved by Nate is, is a wonderful experience. And that once again was so, that realization was so empowering because it was allowing mm-hmm. myself to understand that my relationships flourish and are so wonderful, mm-hmm. not necessarily because of the other person or because mm-hmm. of the memories or because of the experiences, but because of me. Wow. And the energy and the love and the grace and the space and the person that I am and what I offer to them. Mm-hmm. So within the context of this closure, in reality, we're not losing anything. Ooh. We're not losing the connection. Ooh. Yes, the person may have shifted or, or there's confusion wow, wow, or there's wow, wow. disconnect or there's manipulation or whatever that is, whatever it is contextually. Mm-hmm. But we are not losing anything because we yeah. are the part we are a significant part in the relationship, in the memory, in oh the connection that was established. And as once again, the confusion is there, the closure wow. must be crafted. Correct. We are choosing ourselves. We are choosing longevity. We are choosing more abundance mm-hmm. because we are choosing ourselves. Wow. And once again, wow. it has nothing to do with the other person. It's simply to do with us. Holy hell. Nate, not you going on a sermon, not you giving us <laughs> preaching, not you shouting from the pulpit the absolute truth, right? Think about the ways that we rewrite our own relationships and we think, wow, our connection is so deep. We talked about this recently, right? Like, I'll hang out with people, I'll go on a date. And the person will be like, this is such a great date. Yeah, because I carried the conversation, right? Like, mm-hmm. I was doing the heavy lifting. The connection's not great. I was facilitating this, right? Mm-hmm. So, like you just said, there's no loss. Because I've been doing all the work the whole time, right? So I only have myself to gain. Wow, 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 wow. And what you're talking about can be so hard, right? Closing the door. It's hard for empathetic people. When we have not recognized what we offer and what we bring to the table, then we think we uh, cannot lose connections with other people because those connections are so powerful. No, they're not. I'm powerful, right? Like, it's me. I am Literally. the source of, I am the sun, right? I am central to this universe, right? I'm the one providing the solar energy for other people to benefit from. I am the sun, right? Like I'm not getting energy from elsewhere. It's not uh, oil. It is not what other s- sources of energy. It's not wind power. I am the yeah. sun. I am central mm-hmm. to this. Yes. That is huge. And it's hard for empathetic people. What happens when we delete, disconnect, decisively, definitively, with no leaving the door open. What you just said is resonating with me so much because I'm thinking about some of my past friendships where I'm like, I felt like I had to chase them. I feel like I had to earn them. I felt like I never really knew where we stood and I always questioned it. At this point in time, at this age where I am in my development, I refuse to sustain connections that make me question my worth and my value. Much like you, I very much know what I'm bringing to the table. I am an elite friend. You will never have someone like me. I know how I show up. I know who I am to people. I know how I love and how I adore and how I care. It is one of a kind. Be grateful that you get to have me. That's a choice and I'm choosing to let you have part of me, right? And I don't expect anything back. But for you to uh, take that and forsake it, 
no, 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 we can't do this. And so when I am disconnecting actively from you, I'm only reclaiming myself, only reclaiming myself. So Nate, that that makes me bring up, and what I want to ask you is, how do we let go of people? We know that time is going to make people fade, but how do we actually do it? How do we get to the point where we feel like we don't need to go back? So that's a wonderful question. Um, hmm. Wow, a lot of thoughts there. That's a wonderful <laughs> question. Yeah, I think a realization that I had recently around this same idea how do we move on and a realization that i had is that primarily it's important to just feel the emotions for a time to feel them to feel that heartbreak to feel that confusion to feel that sadness but then like you said close the door absolutely allow yourself to feel it and release it and then once again recommit to yourself and like i said the realization that i had that was really powerful in this way was that we can remember memories as pictures Mm. it was in it was in a a netflix show that i was watching midnight mass it's wonderful if you haven't watched (laughs) it please watch it um but remembering memories as pictures Mm -hmm. detaching emotions from it and allowing yourself to just have that moment in time that picture snapshot you don't you don't have to have that person here like you said we've closed the door we've recommitted to ourselves i am the one Mm -hmm. that brings the energy to the relationship that brings the love to the relationship it was at a place where Mm -hmm. that wasn't being reciprocated that is not acceptable for me yeah we can release the person with love we can release the person with compassion yeah and then remember like i said those moments as pictures Mm -hmm. ah man that was such a wonderful memory there's the picture on the wall and I think as well, hmm. it's important to realize that there is opportunity for, once again, by creating that closure, there's opportunity for healing. And once again, we're not in any way prescribing like, oh, hold out for the person, you know, mm-hmm. hopefully they go and get therapy or your boyfriend comes back or mm-hmm. heaven forbid. No, what we're saying is there's opportunity for people to do the explicit work mm-hmm. on themselves with that closure. Okay. And then they can make whatever decisions to return or not. Mm-hmm. Um, Joey, I think it's important, once again, to, to speak to the point about recommitting to yourself following yeah. these types of relationships. What are what are your thoughts? We've closed the door. We're not going back. We've recommitted to ourselves. What do those next steps look like for ourselves as an individual? Like you said, as the son, as the one that brings the energy in the relationship moving yeah. forward. I think we have to be intentional and where we choose to shine from then on i close this door i let this person go out of orbit they no longer they're they're pluto they're no longer a planet they don't get to uh benefit from our not pluto our 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 uv rays or whatever um and so now i have to think about who gets to be in our universe who gets to uh be part of it what did i learn from this connection what do i want to avoid in the future how do i know what to look for and what to avoid And I think uh, taking stock of who am I, who do I want to be in the future, who belongs in my life, what are connections and relationships that I value, how are they shining on me, what does it look like for us to shine together, and then as I am 
chilling, vibing, existing, persisting. As new people come into our orbit, okay, I evaluate you. You're coming for a pass. Okay, you're giving me light back. You're reflecting you're the moon, right? I love that. You're like my other connections that I value and that give me what I need. You can stay. Or someone comes in and, ooh, this is looks like a picture I have already taken. It was a nice memory. I don't need it to go through this again. This looks like a connection I've already had and it did not serve me. I'm going to let it go. You can pass right out of the orbit, right? You are a meteor coming and you go. That's it. Yeah, yeah. I love that. I love that. Realizing the patterns that play out, committing to yourself, reflecting upon the role that you played in that relationship. Mm. And then, like you said, moving forward. Okay, what are my standards? What am I deserving of? Hmm. What will I put up with? What will I not? That is the opportunity, recommitting to yourself that you bring the energy. Absolutely. And with that, we'll be right back with a little break. You're listening to the How We Feel podcast. We'll be right back with the Feel For You segment. Welcome back to the Feel For You segment where we give you a little bit of advice on how to apply what we've talked about in this episode. I'm going to kick us off with how do we do closure? It's awkward. It can feel antagonistic. It can feel mean. How do we tell someone we no longer want to be in relationship with them? I think we have to be compassionate and kind in doing it, but we need to be decisive in saying it. This isn't doing what I needed to do. This isn't serving me. I can't be in relationship with you anymore. I think we need to be separate. Can we let each other go? I want something more than what you're able to offer. Mm. Or I need to choose myself. And I think all those things can work for us in different ways, depending on the context, what our relationship is, and what we're looking for as we want to move on from it. The, the main point of, that I pulled from what you were saying was I statements. Mm-hmm. It's really easy to say, you don't treat me good enough. You Absolutely. lied. You're manipulating. You said this. You gaslit me. Whatever it is, it's more important to say I. Mm-hmm. I need change. I need more. I don't feel safe. That's I am huge. removing myself. That's the opportunity. Absolutely. And I think the second point that goes along with that is how do we say those things with compassion? Right? People always want to know why. Give an explanation. Why are you breaking up with me? Why are you leaving me? Why do you want to separate from me? Sometimes that serves a purpose. If we can do it in a way that's productive, it's, if it's going to help them. But I think, like nature said, the more important part is, I don't want to do this anymore. And that's enough, right? Like The compassionate thing is, that's not going to change me wanting to leave you, me needing to separate from you. That's the whole point. So the compassionate thing is, it doesn't really matter actually why I want to separate from you. I do, and that's enough, right? Like you can't convince me to stay. You can't bargain. This is not like grieving. We can grieve. We can grieve and mourn the relationship afterward. But right now, I'm separating from you, and that's the end of the story. We shouldn't be convinced otherwise. 
it makes me think once again the intention is closure but even of relationships where the relationship hasn't been healthy it hasn't been functioning relationship to my own and friends mm. where I've had these conversations but I haven't been decisive mm -hmm. I haven't said I need space I am removing myself mm -hmm. and by offering that space, there could have been potentially reconciliation. Yep. There could have been healing on both ends. And then six months, a year, or a couple of years later, hey, like you're actually doing a lot better. Let's be friends. Yeah. Whereas if you stick together, if you don't choose yourself in yeah. a moment when your intuition is showing up and telling you to do so, yep, yep, yep. then that's <laughs> when you continue to suffer yourself. Yeah. The dynamic of the relationship rolls on instead of time out, I am removing myself and closure is achieved. Hmm. Our third point is how do we build into the truth that I am the light, I am the energy, I am the sun in the relationship. Mm -hmm. For me, it comes back to a commitment to self. Once again, that energy that I was giving to this connection, to this relationship, to this idea, I can recapture that and then expend and use it in directions that feel fulfilling to me. Yep. Getting to the gym more, hanging out with more friends, joining mm -hmm. a new club, mm -hmm. reading a new book, reconnecting with an old friend, whatever those things look like, doubling down on your education, those things, building the idea, I come first. Yeah, yeah, I love that. What happens when you become center of your own universe, right? Mm -hmm. And the self-awareness that you are central to your life. I think it's that self-awareness awareness moment where that uh, realization happens yeah hmm. i love that and, and you can't lose moving forward with that headspace with that perspective our last point is actually something joey had mentioned in kind of our prep for this episode he said if it is one it has got to be done because it takes two to have a functioning relationship hmm. as soon as those questions show up Oh man, I don't know about this relationship. Oh, there was a red flag there. Okay, make a comment, try to discuss it. If mm -hmm. it's not accepted or reciprocated or changed, if it is one, it's got to be done. If one person wants to call it finished, then it has to be done. Uh, you can't have a relationship with both people not fully invested in it. And with that, that brings us to the end of the episode and the Feel For You segment. for joining us on the How We Feel podcast. There'll be new episodes soon. I'm Nate. I'm Joey. And we've got so much more ahead of us, including anger, sadness, joy, and everything in between. Keep checking in with yourself. How we feeling? Peace. Never met you in person. What do you smell like? What is your scent? <laughs> um, I feel like I smell manly. <laughs> Just nice okay. and like like a grizzly bear, just like a okay. boy, just like a man in the wilderness. That's what I smell like. What's your what's your scent these days? I smell like clean linen and compassion. So <laughs> oh at all gosh. times, at all times. No, um, yeah, I smell like um, like downy unscentables. But then I have cologne that I usually wear. It's like woods or wild canyon. It's like light, simple. Yeah. <laughs> See, we're both on the same trail. Some wilderness, some woods, light, simple. We're here for it. <laughs>